Coming up on Rugby Wrap-Up, Steve Lewis and Matt McCarthy with an MLR Major League Rugby Preview. Brought to you by our friends of the British Council. Hey everybody and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy here at the Fantasy Sports Network here in Midtown Manhattan. That's right, New York City. And we're talking rugby and we're talking American rugby, specifically the Major League Rugby debut weekend coming up. And I've got Steve Lewis on the horn from the Pig and Whistle to give a preview and we'll give predictions. Steve, welcome. Hey Matt, how you doing? Good, thank you, my friend. Uh, but Steve... We've got a big weekend of rugby ahead of us, Major League Rugby. Let's get right into it with your skinny on each match, beginning with the Houston Sabercats hosting the NOLA Gold. Yep, so finally a great moment has arrived, the second iteration of professional rugby in the U.S. after the uh, pro rugby debacle of two years ago. Uh, first game up is New Orleans Gold playing in Houston against the Houston Sabercats. Um, three or four weeks ago, you would have taken the hosts, the Sabercats, with a flurry of points. However, New Orleans have had pretty impressive preseason. They seem to have had a little bit of a groove, and uh, they could be quite competitive going into this. I still think Houston are the favourites. I think they are, their squad is stronger. They've had a much longer preseason, probably 10 or 11 games. I think they'll be ready to go, and I still take them to win by about 15. All right, I have to agree with you on that one, Lizard. And uh, because you're taking Houston by 15, I'll take them by 14. And Steve, this is a matchup of former assistant coaches on Team USA, Justin Fitzpatrick of the hosts and Nate Osborne, the Aussie, who is the head coach of New Orleans. Justin was a forwards coach. Nate was the backs coach. Do you think their relationship and their areas of expertise are going to translate onto the pitch? Yeah, obviously. I mean, coaches put their imprint on a team. Uh, those guys have worked together before, so I'm sure there's a little prof professional pride there. They'll want to be a draw first blood, as it might be. Um, in terms of playing styles, you know, I, I haven't seen enough of both teams preseason to really comment on that. Okay, the second one is a dandy that we've spoken about previously. Uh, it's the Glendale Raptors versus the Austin Elite at Rugby Town, USA. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a barn burner, but what's the latest? Okay, Infinity Park, uh, Rugby Town USA, as you say, the brainchild of Mayor Mike Dunifan and a place I've spent uh, many a happy moment at. But um, I think the home team here will win in a canter, I'm afraid to say. I think Glendale, the Raptors, have, um, in terms of cohesion, are comfortably the strongest squad. They've got a nucleus of players there who've been together for quite some time now, and they have talent all across the park. Uh, from 1 to 15. So I think um, I think they're in good shape. They've had a measured preseason, I think three games total, but they're under the tutelage of Davey Williams, who knows what he's doing, and I think they'll be well prepared and rearing to go in their home opener. By contrast, Austin, who had a very good year last year, um, have had a mixed preseason. They've struggled a little bit with injuries. They've lost a key player, Peter Malcolm, with a knee injury, I believe, and a couple of other I would say holes in the roster here and there. Veteran Pedri Vandenberg at 37 had to lace up the boots last week and he's back and they've been looking to fill some gaps. Uh, they had a tough preseason so I'm not, I think they're a little undercooked coming in and unfortunately I think Glendale are going to win this one going away. 20, 25 points. Steve, uh, for the folks at home, is fill some gaps uh, a player? 
<laughs> He's a well-known Irishman. <laughs> no. Um, I, ju I just think they're rostered. They've had some injuries. Uh, Paddy Ryan, the props injured. Malcolm, the hookers injured. So that's two frontline front row players that they will be missing. That's hard to replace any team, anytime. But preseason, really tough. Okay, I'm sticking to my 35-18 Raptors rampage. But there's off-the-field news as well, other than the unfortunate news about Peter Malcolm. You've got Dylan Fawcett, Butch, or the Butcher, coming in. He was just recently of Rugby United New York. Uh, they went 3-0. and They got their last match up in Toronto, was frozen out or snowed out. Uh, but he's now in Glendale, and he's a hooker. And you have the incumbent hooker there in Mr. Zach Finolio, who is a, a USA Rugby Eagle. Where does Fawcett fit in there? Is he going to be playing in the back row or what? Uh, they've already got a good back row. Um, to be honest, that was kind of a surprise because Zach Finolio is an excellent operator in that position. Um, Dylan, I know him well, needs to be playing somewhere. I mean, he's, uh, to my mind, Eagles hooker going forward. Uh, he can do a turn, he can do a shift in the back row, and he will certainly add, um, add an option there for Dave Williams. But they, they've got a good back row as is. You know, they've got Evergreen Peter Dow, they've got John Quill, they've got some good players, Wanless, good players there already. But um, the Butcher's a good, good player to have around. He has a sort of relentless work ethic, and he will push other people all the way. It's a good signing for uh, Glendale, uh, but an interesting one, I have to say. Some eyebrows were raised this week when the news came through. Yeah, and he's also a tested professional rugby player in the USA because he was one of the Ohio aviators. Yes, he was, and um, he, there's, you know this this MLR season was littered. Most of these teams have a profusion of ex guys who played in pro, and the fun thing I suppose for some of them is some of them are teammates that played against each other, and vice versa. So that's got to be fun for a lot of these guys to either play with or against former teammates or opposition. All right, Steve, we have to take a quick break, and I'm going to look up the words canter and profusion, but we'll be back with more MLR rugby right after this. been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste, and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34. We're talking Major League Rugby in our AFIA Sports Training Group segment. And we still have Steve Lewis on the horn from the Pig and Whistle, who is not, ladies and gentlemen, drinking anything but coffee. Right, Steve? Milk and one sugar only. Thanks, Matt. Good man, good man. And the food is also worth mention at the Pig and Whistle. But let's get back to rugby. It's the final match, and I know there's a friendly between the Utah Warriors and the Prairie Wolfpack out of Canada. But the one that's being played in anger is up in Seattle between the Sea Wolves and the San Diego Legion. What's your skinny on that one? Yep, so it's the Starfire Complex just outside of Seattle. Um, Seattle's preseason has been a little problematic, it would appear. Um, they've only played one uh, behind closed doors warm-up game against the Prairie Wolfpack. 
last weekend. They have a strong squad, um, bolstered in particular. I believe they have eight or nine Canadians on the roster. All right, wait, Steve, eight or nine Canadians? How does that work? Not on a matchday roster when you're only allowed five foreigners. So uh, that could be problematic for them. It looks like they might have some talent sitting on the sidelines every week. But those are the MLR rules. So just to clarify, because I've had a lot of head knocks, you're saying that only five foreign players or non-Americans can be on the match day roster. Correct. Five out of the 23. So the five can be on the field at the same time, but no more than five on the 23 match day roster. Interesting. Interesting. And there's a, an issue with the head coach, correct? Yeah, my understanding is they've had some um, issues with visas. And I believe the coach, um, Tony Healy, won't be able to uh, take up his role this season or at this time. My understanding is that Phil Mack, who's a very experienced player with Canada, both 15s and 7s, he is um, undertaking a player coach role at the moment while they, have a, while they look for a, a replacement coach. But they do have an experienced squad. Guys, Shalom, Suniola, they got, they got experience all over that squad. Um, so I wouldn't be too concerned about that in the short term. So it's true that you'll be coaching the Seattle Seawolves? <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. Haven't been asked. Well, I think you'd be a good fit, but there is another team involved in this match, the San Diego Legion. San Diego Legion. They, they have had a couple of games under the belts. Uh, they're an interesting crew. They've got um, an all-English coaching uh, team, Rob Hoadley, who was uh, involved with pro rugby, and sevens specialist Chris Cracknell, who I believe you know. Uh, they're, so they're the coaching maestros over there. The San Diego team is, is very weighted very heavily towards this back division. They've got some standout players. Nate Augsburger, current U.S. captain. Ryan Matches, another old blue player, incidentally. Uh, Taku Naguenya, a veteran winger, but still potent threat. So they've got some terrific backs. They may be a little uh, short up front for now. Cam Dolan's there, number eight. And I believe they have some South African players coming in to bolster the ranks up front. But if they have a weakness, it's probably up front right now. Steve, there seems to be a whole lot of tweaking going on right up until the whistle. How much time does a team have to give notice for a player being added to the roster for that, mat that, that week's match? I'm not sure of the exact detail. Um, presumably, league rules would allow for late registration. There certainly seems to have been quite a few signings this week. I wouldn't see a problem with that. I don't think that's particularly uh, troublesome, particularly in the first year of a league. And then I guess it's just a question of meshing the player with the existing roster. Yeah, I mean, the thing here is that if you're talking about attempting in some way to get any unfair advantage, it really should be dealt with by the salary cap. So it's not like you can load your team at the last minute. Um, presumably the, the cap is the cap. So it's just, uh, I think it's going to be an interesting thing as the season wears on, though, with the attrition that teams um, suffer because guys not used to training twice a day, that's one thing. They're not used to playing 10 successive weekends of high-impact rugby. Uh, bodies are going to fall by the wayside. We've already had some notable preseason injuries. Those are going to mount, and then gaps need to be filled. So that's going to be an interesting storyline as the league goes on. All right, I'm, I'm picking the host 36-12. to 12. I think the, uh, the guys from San Diego are going to find the conditions in Seattle a little... A little bit uh, miserable, and uh, I think that's going to be reflected in the final score. Anyway, we do have another match. We have that friendly, the aforementioned friendly between the Utah Warriors and the Canadians, the Prairie Wolfpack. 
Yeah, Utah Warriors are playing the Prairie Wolfpack, who are, as the name suggests, from the Canadian Prairies. Uh, Alberta, you know, Saskatchewan, that kind of neck of the woods. Um, that's a friendly. Prairie Wolfpack played last week and were sort of handily um, dealt with by Seattle. Now, Utah had two tremendous occasions in Salt Lake City, drew tremendous crowds, which is a real, real exciting thing to see and terrific for the league. However, on the field, stumbled a little bit. Um, didn't really put in the performance they're quite capable of. So I think they need this game and they'll be all the better for it. Okay, predictions. Who's going to win? I think the hosts, the Warriors, the Americans are going to beat the Canadians. ABC, always beat Canada. I'd like, I, think you, I think Utah will take it. Uh, I think they've improved thus far. This is their third outing. I think they'll be comfortable winners. Okay, all right. Uh, we are officially out of time about five minutes ago, but just give me your final thoughts briefly. Well, it's, um, it's been a long time coming. We've uh, we missed a year, basically, of professional rugby in the U.S., uh, so that was a shame. But now we're back. It's uh, bigger, hopefully better, and uh, hopefully permanent. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I think most rugby aficionados in the country can't wait to get going. It's um, giddy with anticipation is how I would describe myself. Well, I'm giddy if you're giddy, so giddy up. Giddy up, cowboy. <laughs> That's right. We're urban cowboys, baby. And on that note, we got a skedaddle on behalf of Mr. Steve Lewis. Thanks very much, Matt. See you soon. Cheers. I'm Matt McCarthy in this AFIA Sports Training Group Major League Rugby segment here at the Studio 34 Fantasy Sports Network in New York City, signing off. <laughs>